Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. How's that snack over there, buddy? It's good. It'd be better if you had an intro better than me chewing on food. (laughs) For those of you listening right now (laughs) that didn't turn it off immediately, uh, the snacking sound that you hear over there is my colleague Jim Hamilton. I'm Travis McFalls. This is James Hamilton's peaceful peaceful protest of our unprofessional lead-in. Yes. (laughs) Using food. The M&M, the peanut butter M&M. My sister introduced me to this. Amazing. The peanut butter M&M is a good one. Which is, uh, do you have a favorite color? I don't. I don't have time in in shoving them in my face to decide that there's a color color difference. I mean, and don't they all just taste the same anyway? Like, uh, if you blindfolded someone and you just had them eat different M&Ms, do you think they'd be able to tell you, oh, that's a blue, that's a green? You, you think they would be able to, you think, no? Well, Maybe. right now I'm enjoying green. Now I'm thinking about, well, does it taste like green? Is it green? Mm-mm. It's just like the other ones? I'm pretty sure when you can taste a difference, that's when you get the lip cancer. <laughs> Wasn't that what red did? Like, if you ate the red dye, we were going to have issues. Oh, yeah. Well, then... Um... And then they took it out, and they gave us this new collection of decidedly M&M-colored M&Ms. Right. And then they re-released, they put red out there, and then they took our, like... Light brown was taken from us. Okay. Blue was injected, so now we have yellow, blue, dark brown, green, and red, right? I wonder if yellow is yellow number five. Yellow dye number five? Yeah. Isn't that the one that uh, was in Mountain Dew that they said caused your dick to shrink? That's bad news. That's, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're fucking with me, right? No, no. When I was a teenager, I remember everybody would always say, does it have a yellow number five in it? You go like, why, why? And they'd be like, well, that Mountain Dew has yellow number five and it's going to shrink your dick. And none of that was in the commercial. And uh, (laughs) um, that was enough to scare me out of Mountain Dew. That's why I actually stopped drinking Mountain Dew. Not it's going to rot your teeth out. It's bad for your... um, just bad for your body. If you drink enough, you know, you'll probably become diabetic. Nah, it was a don't shrink my dick, man. Yeah, I'm I'm completely and totally taken back by this. Yeah, that's the that was the big rumor. So I don't know. I mean, it might just be one of those whole, you know, what do they call them? Like uh, old wives tales or whatever. Don't dry your socks after midnight or something, you know, gremlins. Well, it's hard to get the right information because yellow dye number five was actually reformulated and they kept the name, right? I don't know. I just avoided that shit after I heard of the uh, shrinkage. I don't know how that didn't make it into my social circle. (laughs) Yeah. Like, didn't all your buddies drink? Maybe that's why. Maybe everyone, like, maybe, like, the one person that knew just didn't tell everyone else because he didn't want to ruin it for the rest of the group. God, that's... 
really depressing. Yeah, you I, would think that someone from your group would have pointed that out. <clears throat> well, I mean, at this point, it's too late anyway. We're we're past that. Well, no, not I mean, really. I'm still, Isn't I'm still it still not, like the number one soft drink behind Coke, Mountain Dew? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't drink. Um, I like how when so. I ask you like just a you know musing question, you're like, well. I'm not a professional. I don't have those statistics available to me right this moment. <laughs> like, like so there's going to be some Salem witch trial if you're wrong. <laughs> it's pretty popular. Yeah, I would definitely go as far as to say the Mountain Dew is a pretty damn popular drink. You know, um, I'm kind of struggling here because we were talking earlier about, you know, because it's the time of year where football season started and everybody's getting together. Yeah, and they're having parties with Mountain Dew. Beer, probably at our age. Yeah, at our age. Yeah, well, if you, you know, at our age too, people have kids, so there might be Mountain Dew there. Which brings forth etiquette, right? Etiquette. So, as you know, I like have to plan ahead if I'm going to drink. Right. Because it's uh, I. Well, it's the adult thing to do. I, unlike you, am sensitive to sugar and do have issues. So I can't just like. Drink, 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 drink. Like even the M&Ms I have, all that shit's got to be portion controlled. I can't just gouge into a three-pound bag. I'll fucking be carted out on a stretcher. Well, we might cart you out now. You were gouging away on him uh, right at the beginning there. Uh, I still Look at that. You're still going back for him. Yeah, I You're still going have a healthy amount. I better put him in the drawer. Yeah, yeah. Don't Whatever. go back for those things. The problem, though, with my personality and being restricted to anything is that if you tell me not to do it, I want to do it. Yeah, that's same. that's same as me. So smoking, for instance. Right. I love smoking. Yes, we know you do. I absolutely love it. Well, we know you did. Well, I still love it. <laughs> I love it. I talked about it before, how much I love it, the whole process, the chi of the whole matter. Right, right, right. I won't romanticize it now because maybe some of you have quit and love it just like I do, and I don't want to drive you over the edge, but it's a wonderful, wonderful, amazing thing, beautiful, wonderful thing. Love smoking. Yeah. Love Smoking's it. great until you get the lung cancer. Ah, uh, you know, it's... Small, small price to pay. Something's going to get you. Yeah. I'd prefer not to feel like I'm breathing through a little coffee straw, but, but yeah. Quitting smoking was this whole thought process that I'll never, ever be able to have a cigarette ever again. And, you, yeah, you have to lock it in your brain, and you have to have that willpower. That's why I still haven't quit. I, I, I can go days. I can go days because my body just rejects it, you know? And I'm like, all right, I'm fine. Don't need it. Don't need it. And then I'll just have a fucking shitty day. And you're like, where's my friends? Where are my friends? Oh, there you are. All 20 of you. What do you mean your body rejects it? Like, my body just, you know, I'm getting older and just, I don't don't enjoy smoking as much. Like, my body is just kind of like, fuck you if I smoke too many cigarettes Mm. the next day. My body gets pissed at me. It lets me know. That didn't happen with me. I love them. But you quit when you were still fairly young. If I had quit when I was Holy fairly young. Holy shit. Wait a second. I'm still fairly young. Like, really young. Like, in your 20s. No, 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 no. I'll have my seven-year anniversary this January. Oh, okay. So you were about, about my you, age. Yeah, about I was my in age. my early 30s. Yeah. I was 32, 33. Okay. A little younger than I Okay. And I... Quit on a whim. I just went home, and on my way home, I could go to the gas station and get some, or I could kind of hold myself over with the three I had for the night. It was late. I went home. 
I remember smoking the one before I went to bed. You know, you needed the after meal smoke, the in-between smoke, the before bed smoke. I had all three of those covered. I'm like, when I get up, let's go to the store and grab a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. I exercise every morning, so I got up, did my thing. I was running late, and I thought, well, there'll be an opportunity. The opportunity never came. And then I started ch- just to challenge myself, like, well, maybe I can go, you know, till lunch. Right, and then you keep pushing it back and pushing it back. Right. See, for me, it just happens. I'm just like, like, I don't even think about it. And then next thing I realize, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'll light a cigarette, and then I'll catch a buzz, and I'm like, why the fuck am I buzz? like it's the first cigarette I've ever had in my life? And I stop and think, oh, dude, you haven't smoked in, like, three days. Mm-hmm. And, and then you kind of get a little pissed at yourself, like, oh, man, why would I do it again? Why did I, why'd I just do that? How is it you can't quit? How is it possible? Uh, probably because probably because I hang out with the fellows and drink once a week. Uh, nope. That, no. Everybody, even my wife was smoking when I quit. Well, for me, it's just the alcohol and the cigarette just go hand in hand. I quit. I under, can't have one without the other. I quit under three or four very, very stressful situations that any one would be enough to push a person, you know, to the nut ward. And I had like four things going on at one time, and I remained quit. Yeah. I will tell you that. Uh, do you know the uh, the pill? Not the not the. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, the yeah, the prescription can, pill. The one that can cause like frightening frightening dreams. dreams and shit. Yeah. Which one is that, yeah, Mr. That's, Pharmacist? Uh, oh fuck. That's uh, Chantix. Yes. So when I got to like the next day and after lunch, I had gotten these uh, for free from my doctor like four or five Back months Back when they before. used to give that stuff out. Yeah. You know, the whole package. <laughs> yeah. Here. Have this little package of nightmares. Yep. Just just quit and da 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 You know, whatever, doc. Suicidal I'll thoughts, I think, is another one. Yeah. Like there's some serious fucked up side effects to that drug. And you're supposed to take it for like a couple days before it kicked in. And there's a regimen. Yeah. You can't yeah. just take like a couple little samples here and there. Like there's like a starter kit and then a continuation kit. Yeah, I ignored like, all that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I ignored all that advice. I'm like, let's see. If there's 14 days, and that means there's 14 pills, I'll take three or four pills rather than just the one pill that day, and I'll just catch up. You're fucking retarded. It's a, ter- <laughs> it's a terrible idea. <laughs> I had awesome, awesome dreams. Oh. Uh, but then I kind of burned out of it. Like I kept forgetting to take it, and it, it really wasn't what kept me quit or whatnot. But yeah. if you were to... If you were to pin me down and ask for an answer i did use chantix but it wasn't it you, wasn't did, the end you used it but you didn't use i abused it, it and didn't really <laughs> yeah didn't work but i got desperate when you get weird you get weird when you quit smoking and i was weird right. i'm like anything just give me, anything, give me, give me uh, my fix yeah yeah did you gain weight no i lost i've lost weight every year since uh since you quit well no when i was about let's see i was about 30 my doctor's like you know your A1C is a little high. Your sugar levels are a little off. You need to back off. You need to lose weight and this and that. And I was, I was pretty big. I'm about six two, six three, right in there. And yeah. I was closer to three hundred than I was two hundred. Yeah. And that yo-yoed quite a bit. Like it wouldn't be unusual for me to get on the scale and see it say ten pounds more or ten pounds less. Right. Right. Within like a couple days. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. that's fine. And so when he said that, I tend to overreact in a very Woody Allen-esque way. And so Neurotic? Yep. And I used to drink a lot of diet Mountain Dew. And so I immediately... I think that still has the yellow five. Yeah, probably does. Uh, I, quit, I quit all of that. I quit pop. I 
quit. Uh, I went all into like regimented, like knowing how many servings come and everything, so that I wouldn't yep, yep. overeat. Yeah, you got to uh, watch that. I'd uh, if I eat fast food or whatnot, I'd try to lose like half the bun, so I wouldn't have all the extra carbs. Right. Um, I've never been a huge fry person, so it wasn't really all that difficult. And I'm very good at. Uh, I can quit a lot of shit. I'm really. I'm that tor- type of person who can just walk away. Right. But with cigarettes. And see, what had happened is my dad had had a stroke in, like, 2004. And while we were sitting in there and this doctor is talking to me about, like, how high a probability it was that I could have a lot of the things that my dad had and on and mm-hmm. on and on. Yep. He goes, well, you, you know, you smoke. And that's pretty much certain death. Certain early death. Early because death. with all of these other things Because I was about to say, have, death is, like, the only thing in life that is certain. Right. And he's, he's going through, like, well, your father had this cardiovascular thing, and he had that, and he had this, and smoking, nicotine specifically. And we're not even talking about lung cancer has an effect on your cardiovascular system and circulation. And, you know, you'll be an old man at 50. And he's, you know. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I don't want to hear your preaching yeah. and your bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you take your little fucking health Mumbo jumbo. <laughs> your facts. Yeah. All your little fucking factoids that you're fucking throwing at me. Just shove them back up your fucking righteous ass. I was ferocious about it. I was downright a prick. <laughs> I mean, my dad's literally laying in the next room and this guy's sitting with my crying mom over my dad telling me how I need to help the family by quitting smoking. And I'm really stressed out about my dad, right? And I don't need this. Yeah. I'm defiant anyway. Right. Not, not even proud to be. I just... This is just the way you are, and you what, recognize it. The problem's not benefited me most of the time. My right. Being just uncooperative and contrarian at times is not a good way to be. Right. People don't yeah. like that. No. People don't like that in you. You end up yeah. embarrassing yourself more times than not. <laughs> so if you're listening and you're similar, know that the reality is people don't appreciate it. Don't <laughs> like it. Don't appreciate it. Man, we're just really professional today. That's a phone. <laughs> I shut it off though. But so when I quit smoking, it was a, it was, in, it was impossibly hard because I would walk by other smokers and I would look at them the way that you, a single guy, looks at a hot girl. I was just like, oh man, <laughs> he might smoke that whole thing <laughs> right there. He looks so relaxed. Oh man, what is, is that? An American spirit? Is that an American spirit? Oh god. If it's a blue, I'm just gonna blow my leg. <laughs> Cam, camel lights. They were lights back when I Camel smoked. lights, yep, yep. I thought when they took them out of restaurants and shit Those that would really change my uh my my habits, but it didn't. Yeah. It was just even bars. more defiant about it. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll go out here and freeze. Yep. Fuck you. I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make eye contact with you through the fucking cold window so you can see that I know. Our friend of the show, Mr. Obi Wan. Yes. He is a dedicated oh, smoker. Yes, and he will find loopholes. He will find... Well, there'll just be a patio that says no smoking on the deck. Fuck you. It's a deck. It's, uh, it's outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's an open environment. <laughs> he would tell us... So we started smoking in high school. And I was smoking only like when we were partying. Right. And then when I started working... I was working in restaurants and retail, and you could get a 10-minute break an hour if you smoked. Yeah. If you didn't smoke, you got maybe a 15-minute or 20-minute break, and that was it. Right. But all of a sudden, if you were a smoker, all of a sudden, there was this red carpet rolled outside for you, like, oh, well, I understand. Right. Go ahead. Yes. So I started smoking. Yep. That's what got me hooked. And he would tell me all the time, 
that he would quit before he had smoked 10 years. What? Yep. Well, so when we first started smoking, I think he started smoking at like regularly 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. The idea was that he would smoke, he would quit smoking when he was 24, 25, 24 or 25. Okay. Now I remember calling him and it was the day before and he's like, yep, uh, you know, I'm just getting myself, you know, Mentally, needs uh, to happen and yeah, yeah. locking it in the brain. <laughs> And, you know, I don't think he made it hours. It just it, <laughs> no. didn't, it didn't take. And then it was... Hours? I wouldn't even give... I'd, I'd give him minutes. It was 30 then. I think he pushed it out to 30. I'm going to quit when I'm 30. Yeah. And so naturally, I, I don't know well, why... That's gone I, out the fucking window. I'm still smoking. So I'm 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 a smoker and I'm... I'm yeah. I don't know. When you smoke and people tell you they're going to quit smoking, something about you wants to sabotage it and I don't know why. Right, right. Well, like mi- to misery loves company, yeah. I'm not a better person than that. I'm like, fuck you. You're not going to quit. <laughs> we smoke together. Right, So right. I would call like, oh, did you quit smoking? Knowing he didn't quit yeah, smoking, yeah. Just, you know. And he was always very dismissive about <laughs> how strong his commitment was or his words were about the pledge to quit. So when his birthday would come up, I would be the first person to call and be like, hey, Obi-Wan, did you quit? Were you, <laughs> were you able to uh, kick it? And he was always rather, oh, I didn't say that, or I, I, you know, I said maybe, or, you know, he was, he minimizes shit. He, like, fi- he found his loophole. Because he called you last week, right? And he's like, there's inconsistencies in the shit you're saying. Yeah. It didn't happen that way. Yeah. So last week's show, we had a whole, you know, uh, you know, if, if you listen to the show, you know what we went into last week. So I'm not going to. But we, we covered Obi-Wan. for we, we spent some time on that character. Mm-hmm. And he got back to me after he listened to it and just, once again, you guys fucked it up. This, these stories are completely bullshit, man. They're wrong. And I said, well, all right, dude. Um Give us, write me a list of grievances <laughs> and uh, I will address them on air and I will publicly correct them or at least go over them with Jim to see if, you know, just cross, you know, you know, check the facts here. And uh, of course, you know, him being Obi-Wan, do I have a list today? That's one thing I was going to do on the show today. I was going to, that was part of the material I was going to have uh, planned. But of course, I planned around him because I know. That I'm probably, I knew that I probably wasn't going to get the list. But like we said last week, Obi-Wan lives in a world of technicalities. Yes. Was it specifically this age? Was it that particular time of year? Was it this, did it go exactly this way? Yes. You know, when you're, if you were really to take every story that you're telling a person or that I'm telling on this show and break it down moment by moment, they'd be bored by the time you got done with the story. Right. You know, you got to hit the highlights. And then end with a point. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just dribble. Yeah, it's like Sports Center, right? You know, you don't, you know, just show us the home runs, right. show us the strikeouts. We don't need the full nine innings. Yeah, he can't even compute that. <laughs> he wants, uh, so there was a period of time where Obi was job, job hunting, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is great. I know I'm breaking from the smoking thing, but this is worthwhile. Now, if you're looking for a job right now and you get down your resume and you're 100% honest about what you put down on that resume, you should just go get your your unemployment check now because <laughs> you're not going to get fucking hired. Right. The reality is everybody you're competing with has sexed everything up. Yeah. What they've done, what they're capable of, where they've worked, how long they were there, what terms they were on. The only way you're going to get where you want to go is to at least be in the running with these people. Right. So you, you got to scoop it up a little bit. Yeah. 
So we would sit down and I would say, well, you've done this and you've done that and you've done this. You'd be like, no, I haven't. I did this and they never taught me that. And it was all like these specifics. <laughs> specific. <laughs> they never taught me this. Every little task. Right. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, you can, you can uh, add some of the highlights below because, you know, you and I have worked together before. Why don't you just fluff that piece of it up and they're going to train you anyway. Right. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> Honest as the day was long about his resume because he was so worried he was going to get caught or busted or it was going to be some kind of a problem. <laughs> and, and what's weird is he lives the rest of his fucking life in defiance. Yeah, I was about to say, if you're his girlfriend, God forbid you break up with him for 24 hours. That's right. Or if you're a police officer, fuck you. If you're his parents, yep. I'm not doing what you want me to do. Yep. He finds, you know, he's he's always the guy that wants to to swim upstream. Right. But in this case, He's a salmon. oh no, I want to lie on my <laughs> fucking resume. <laughs> this salmon is going back downstream. Isn't it weird just to picture him being like that about his resume? Yeah, yeah it is. It's funny too, uh, since we were talking on the last one, I uh, actually thought about Miss Burnsville. Um, him and I got dumped the same night. Oh, that must have been a fun <laughs> and, phone call. And this is like the two of us. We went to a Halloween party and take a wild guess. Who he was for Halloween. Yep. And guess who I had to be for Halloween. So you were both right out of Fear and Loathing? Yep. You and were the doctor? I was the attorney. Lawyer, yeah. The attorney. Yeah. And so I didn't even want to be, but it was just like, all right, fuck it. And You can literally pull off the lawyer character so easily because Obi-Wan is yeah. the man. I mean, he's so fitting. When he goes into when he goes into that character, there's no getting him out. It's him. Yeah. I mean, they they he could you could plug him into the movie and wouldn't miss a beat. <laughs> so, you really wouldn't. Yeah, and so so there I am, and then yeah, all I have to do is you know, oh, okay, I advise you to take two of these or whatever, and the party's going on, <laughs> and uh, we're there with Miss Burnsville, who was his girlfriend at the time. Yep. And then there was this Graphic. girl girl that I was dating at the time, and she was actually going to possibly move in. And that's like while she was up, you know, she was going to move in. She was living in Wisconsin. She was going to move in with us. And uh, that night, <laughs> uh, the two of them wanted to go for whatever reason. And you know, Obi-Wan, when he starts having a good time, are you going to pull him away from it? So I've tried several times because we had to be somewhere else, and it's really difficult. Any success? Sometimes, maybe, if, but it's it's a it's a it's degrees of hotness for the girls that are going to be there. If and there there's a hotter hot, girl someplace else. Yeah. He's gone. And now there's hot girls there, and one of them specifically was like a um, roller skater who did uh, fire dancing on her roller skates. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He probably cried. <laughs> he did, <laughs> and we, you know. And we'd had her, uh, we, we, we had a private showing, just me and him, you know, at the place. Like, she came over, she's like, hey, can I work on this stuff, you guys? And, of course, you know him, just like, oh, dude, we've got a private show. This is, this is, this is amazing. And, it, you know, and I'm just like, I, I think the girl just needs to practice. And she's using us to just practice in front of, but okay. All the other girls listening right now know that's bullshit, but keep so, going. But hey, you know, it, it was great. It was awesome. You I'm not going to say... use these two single guys to practice in front of at a Halloween party. No, no, not at the sense. Halloween party. Like pre- pre- previous to the Halloween party, she had come over like to the garage <laughs> and uh, practiced in the garage. So that's, anyway. that's still you. She would practice in private. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, was definitely she was she was putting on yeah she was putting on a show for us. <laughs> I like how it's even a question to you. You're like, well, I, yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking like what's going on in her head, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, so we got we got like a private sneak peek. Good for you. And so he, so he he's 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 all pumped for the main event, and uh, our girlfriends uh, want to go, and you know I don't think he'd seen her doing her fire dancing yet, and he's having a good time, and I was having a good time. And I was kind of in the, you know, I was kind of with him, like, oh, I'd like to stay, you know, like, just let's stay another hour or so. And him and Miss Burnsville got into it. Well, the girl I was dating at the time also kind of had an explosive personality. So maybe Miss Burnsville did me a favor here. But uh, somehow she, Miss Burnsville ended up dragging my girlfriend into her side of the argument. Mm-hmm. And... She just looked at me at the end of it because I'm going along with Obi-Wan. I'm just like, well, I'd like to stay for another hour. I don't want to stay all fucking night, but like at least another hour. Let's let's compromise here. And so this girl looks at me and she's like, fuck you. We're done. I'm going back to Wisconsin tomorrow. I'm staying the night at Burns, Miss Burnsville's house because you didn't defend me over Obi-Wan. Hmm. You picked Obi-Wan over me. How old were you? Twenty-one. This all makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. And so they were our rides, and they get in the car, and they just leave us there. And so now at that point, I'm thinking, all right, me and Obi-Wan, we're solid. We, we came together on this. Fuck it. Yeah, let's have a good time. I just got fucking dumped. He thinks he just got dumped, so you know him. That's carte blanche. Yep. So he's Free like, pass. yeah, so, so let's go. Let's do this. And then I, I, I was pretty much as soon as I watched them drive, drive off, I turned to my right. So what do you think? He's gone. He's gone. I can't find him. He's doing crazy shit. And at this, point, uh, at this point, I'm kind of miserable now. Now I, I just got dumped. Double dumped, really. Yeah. He and then abandoned too. by my buddy who right. I just defended <laughs> because there's a roller girl at the party. And so I was just like, fuck this. Fuck. And I saw this group of guys leaving and I was like, hey, you guys by chance heading the Egan direction? They're not not really. But, oh, you're the attorney guy. Yeah, we'll give you a fucking ride home. So cool, guys. Give me a ride home. Sure enough, I get in there. All her shit's cleaned out. It's gone. I'm dumped. I spend the night alone. The two girls stay over there. Probably, you know, talk shit about us all night. And Obi-Wan's crashing at the party just in the middle of this great time. Tell me that he told Miss Burnsville he wanted to stay because there was Roller Girl there. Tell me that happened. It Tell was, me it was part of the discussion because it would take just great big balls to say that to your girlfriend. You it? know he didn't. Like You know he didn't. We got to see Roller Girl. No, just the look on her face would have been so great. <laughs> I want to pretend that's what happened because it would be so All great. Right, I'll, I'll tell you that's what happened, but that's not really what happened. You know him. He wouldn't say that. <sighs> so you just, you know, we're having a good time. I mean, everyone's, look around. Look around. You see this time? You see how everyone's flowing and having a great time? Why would we want to leave it? And, of course, you know he got back together with his girlfriend 24 hours later. Did you? I remained dumped. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, she went back to Wisconsin. I remained perma-dumped. And you and allowed I, I, yeah. lawyer uh, Miss Burnsville to not, to not remedy, to help? Like, she should have been like, well, I was a little nuts again. Sorry. I- well, they left that night, and by the morning, she was gone to Wisconsin. Jesus, dude. Yeah. And so and I, that's why, like, last episode, I was like, I got a special hatred in my heart for Miss Burnsville. Um, 
But in a way, maybe I should thank her because the chick was, you know, if she was that crazy to do that, I mean, it probably would have eventually happened she anyway. She was 20? Uh, we were all like 21, 22. Well, not all of you. Well, not Obi-Wan all of us. Well, in... me and her. Me and her. Me and the girl. <clears throat> right. And so, yeah, yeah. And I remained dumped for about two years. <laughs> now, that's not just a meaning like I didn't go out on dates in that time, but like I didn't get like another girlfriend for like probably like another two years. Like someone that I went on steady dates with. My thought, I think, you know, I think it's pretty mature of you. Before we get on to the party etiquette discussion, I think it's, would you ever put up with that shit today? No. Like, could you imagine going to a, a party with other people our age and having somebody flip out because you were going to hang there another hour? So much so that moving in together and everything is off and they're leaving the next morning never to be heard from again? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, I think in a backwards ass way, Miss Burnsville did me a favor. But that being said, with that volatile and explosive of a personality, I can't really thank Miss Burnsville that much because it probably just would have happened anyway. I don't know how you got to that stage. <laughs> she was. It, it escalated. I mean, we, you know, we we were just at a party, having a great time, cruising on a little Sunday drive, doing about forty miles per hour, and then she goes to fucking ludicrous speed. Right there. Did you realize it was actually going to be that big a deal when you got into this little tiff? Did it feel like that big a deal, or did no. it feel like she was just you just know. just going off? Yeah, just. Yeah. yeah, she's a little pissed, and then all of a sudden she's like, gone, gone. Like, holy yeah. shit. Well, yeah, then those dudes dropped me off, and next thing I know, I went from, like, you know, starting the evening to having this what was going to be awesome night to, well, I'm the only one alone tonight. So there were no Obi- phone calls, no text, nothing, nothing no email? Nothing, the email nothing, maybe back then? Nothing. Nope. The girls were hanging out together, like I said, probably bitching about us. Um, you know, all her shit was cleaned out. She didn't take any of my shit, so kudos to her. That was kind of my first thing, like, my records! <laughs> um, wow. And then, of course, Obi-Wan spent the night with uh, some friends. Of course. Yeah. He so. would probably argue with the accuracy of your claims. but Oh, he does. To this day, uh, when we recall, we, we recount the story. Actually, no, he goes like this. Well, uh, wouldn't you have done the same if you were me? You always have to pry it out of him. Yeah. Like, you... And you over enough questions and enough things arrive back at, okay, so that, in fact, was pretty accurate. <laughs> right, right. All right. So we got we got way off the trail, way off yeah. the trail. And so cigarettes, so I guess t- I take a, um, etiquette, a party, I guess a good etiquette would be to bring the cigarettes. Well, what I, what, what we were going for with our party etiquette talk was like I, you know, like I said, I had I I don't drink. Remember you, this whole thing yeah. started with me not drinking. Right, right, right. So I don't and, drink in your in your personality. Right. So, so I don't drink, and I so when I go to a party, I tend to bring stuff that I would drink because I don't usually have it. Which would be like Shivas, um, or your Bud Light Lime. I might bring like. If I'm not drinking, I might bring like vitamin water or All right. diet something, yeah. like flavored waters. You know, something that. I don't know, just something sugar-free. You know, it's just really occurring. Like, you've been really into etiquette lately. Have I? Yeah. Awesome. This will be two shows in a row where we're talking etiquette. What etiquette did we talk about last week? Shopping carts. You know what? You're right. <laughs> that was a different kind of etiquette because I was pissed at those people. And this one, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a little curious because I'm about to start a lot of parties, and I'm wondering what I should expect. Okay. Now, you're going to parties or you're throwing them? Well, for instance, fantasy football is... Popular. I participate, yes. run leagues. I do. I love fantasy football. Are you in four heads league? Oh, that's right. You wouldn't be in four heads league. No. <laughs> <laughs> Out of your ass? <laughs> no. 
No, in fact, in a lot of the, I have one, I have a couple of different. I'm probably in three leagues, maybe four. Just depends Man, on how, how the season that? goes because they're all a little different. One's uh, one's like a keeper league, and one's a regular draft league, and one's a dynasty league, and they're all kind of like a little different. They aren't all the same game, in other words. Okay. Um. So, it'll be. I see. I think all of our leagues are guys. There aren't any girls in our leagues. Not because we aren't allowed, just there aren't. Right. Uh, so it's always strange when one of my buddies comes by and there's, you know, seven, eight of us guys there and they, like, bring their wife or their new girlfriend. Yeah. That's... And she doesn't, she's not, like, friends with anybody else that's there. Right. So then your friend has to really cater to her and pander to her needs. Well, and the vibe changes a little bit. Oh, big time. And there's a couple of guys that will be too... Especially if it's a new girlfriend that's never met you guys before. Right. Because there's no prior rapport. And so he's probably sitting there going, oh, God, guys, don't mention that one time that I fucked up and did something stupid. And you're probably going there like, I really want to do it, but uh, I should probably tread carefully. This is my friend. I'm kind of the person. And so no one's comfortable. I want to make sure that they're comfortable. So then I go out of my way to like make sure that this person around all these dudes is comfortable. Yeah. Which then is uncomfortable for you. And you'll have a couple of guys in there that are single that don't respect the fact that this other guy brought her. So they'll try to make fun of him or they'll try to impress her. And then all of a sudden we're not having a draft where they've got this weird thing going on. Yeah. So do you tell your friend, your guy friends, like in a, at our age, it seems weird to be like, Hey, no girls. <laughs> right. Another thing is they'll bring their fucking kids, right? Like their five or six year old son who nothing to offer. It's just like, he's got to babysit while he drafts. And so then right. I feel like, and we've talked about this before, people that have their children and bring their children to other people are sort of like me with my Dana. Like, Hey, isn't my dog cute? And when really the other people are like, you know what? Your dog's fucking annoying. Yeah. I don't want to be covered in dog hair or dog slobber. And it'd really be nice if you not brought your fucking dog at all. Right. A lot of people feel that way when you bring kids. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I agree. Yeah. Case in point. I mean, you know, we kind of, we like, you know, I love the Dana. She's adorable, but you know, for podcasts, it didn't it was go impossible. Yeah, didn't go too well. Yeah, it was impossible. And it took away from my time, your time, same thing with kids, right? Right. And pets even, whether it's a child, a new girlfriend or spouse or even a pet, you don't just come over to somebody's house with your fucking dog, right? Right. No, no. You got to, I mean, you got to, not only do you have to make sure that it's cool if you're going to do it, but you've got to have a real good reason to bring a pet. Right. You can't just be like, oh, well, this is, this is, you know, Rusty. We just hang out. Yeah. You know, we're some. I go everywhere with Rusty. Fuck you. (laughs) Some Wrangler commercial. (laughs) Yeah. So in that instance, not cool to bring a girl. But what if, okay, let's say it's not a fantasy football party. All right. Let's just say you're going to go over to, I'm going to go over to Travis's house Mm -hmm. and he's going to be with girl A. Right. And Obi-Wan's there with his chick and uh, Big Grumpy's there with a lady friend and you guys are kind of all familiar with one another. And then I show up and I don't bring a date. Right. Or I bring a date you've never met. Mm. I think it's less weird if you show up without a date. So if I just show up like, eh, nobody. Because it's fine. just like, yeah, it's just Jim. You know, he's just, nah, stag, you know, just going stag tonight. What if I bring a, what if I don't bring a girl? What if I bring a buddy? And I'm just like, oh, we were hanging out, thought we'd stop by. And you've got this uh, couple thing going on. That would be different. That would be different. That would suck. Okay. Because especially if your buddy's like, 
if you like hooked up with him at the bar and he's already been going and he's like one of your more boisterous friends. <laughs> now you've given it all this color. <laughs> it yeah. does. It depends on the situation. If well, even if he's like a quiet guy and just kind of sits there like, Meh, uh, what if uh. he's a, just a cool guy? If he's a cool guy, then then it it'll have turned out to have been cool. But initially, you're probably going, what the fuck? Why is this guy here? I think what you're telling me under no circumstances, is it really okay? And it has to be absolutely over the board ideal, like a shocking, a shock and awe friend right. for it to ever even turn out okay. Yeah. And yeah, because it's like, oh, that guy actually turned out to be cool. Because usually it's one of two things. The guy's either too loud and too boisterous and annoys the fuck out of everybody there, or he's too quiet. And then he ends up weirding out the girls because the girls are like, why isn't he talking? He's just that 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 guy that Jim brought. He's just he's just standing around. He you can't you can't even talk to him. I don't, I don't know if that's a girl voice or if that's Woody Allen. <laughs> Sounds an awful lot like Woody Allen. I'm kind of like Monty Python when it comes to like doing my girl. Well, not like. I mean, it's either like Monty Python or I just I, I'm terrible at doing girl voices. I got a invite to a friend's child's graduation party. Another one? And uh, you know how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> just Dude, you should, you should bring me along. <laughs> I just want to send a check. <laughs> so um, this friend in particular and I go way, way back. I mean, we're just I'm one of my oldest friends. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, this is one of those where I just got to go. It's not right. a fringe friend. Like, I got to go. Uh. So it's, it's on a Saturday. Football season, college, right? Not a bye week. Got to go. Yeah. Still got to go. I could probably TiVo the game. Not that this is important, but right. it's important to me. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, I, you know, you only get X amount of college football games a year to watch. Right. You Which know, far outweigh the number of times yeah, his like, child will graduate. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. So I got to go. And one of my other friends, what, like, hasn't been invited, but should have been. Right. And when I was like, oh, hey, so-and-so, you know, just thinking he was invited, he's like, oh, well, what date was that? What time is that? And he took down the information. Uh-huh. And throughout the day, he still hasn't been invited. Oh, man. But he intends to show up. <laughs> is that cool? That's probably a fuck-up on your behalf, because if they didn't invite the guy, then all of a sudden there might have been a reason they didn't invite that guy, and then now, now you're the asshole that fucking just invited him. Okay. I've been on that side of the fence a number of times. Fine. My fault. Right. What about Facebook? Because um, a lot of people just put it out on Facebook like, hey, I'm, you know, having a hospice party. Come on over. A hospice party? Well, it was just. Jesus, man. It's, it's fucking a, morbid. It's a last hurrah. <laughs> Good God. So yeah. everybody finds out, okay, Jim's <laughs> having a hospice party. He'll be loaded up on opioids. <laughs> now. <laughs> When you're not on Facebook, like I'm not on Facebook, um, all of a sudden... If you post something on Facebook, I think, A, you're just fucking inviting trouble. Unless it's like at its specific invites that you're sending out. But if you just post something in general, then you better just expect whatever the fuck. Okay, so let's say there's specific invites. Okay. And so I'm having my hospice party. So then you as the friend, so say so you um, send one to me. To you, directly. Now, now, now. That doesn't mean that I go and send one to Obi-Wan. Right. You know, either Obi-Wan got his or he didn't. Um, what if Obi-Wan doesn't have a Facebook account? But Obi-Wan does. But let's, for the okay, purposes say of this Obi-Wan exercise, doesn't. he's not on Facebook. Like, I'm not on Facebook. Then I, yeah, that'd be tough. I, I, I wouldn't bring it up unless Obi-Wan brought it up. 
Because I get invites like after the fact, like three days before, people are like, oh, yeah, Jim, Jim doesn't have Facebook. I'll, I'll get yeah. a hold of him. Yeah, I just don't bring it up. So there, so. so there may be a whole current of conversation going on that I'm unaware of because I'm not on Facebook. Right. And people have been, like, specifically invited, and they didn't see that I was going. Right. Which I have found. I believe I've mentioned this before. I found out one of my friends was dying. Yeah. Like, only a week or two before he actually... I don't even think it was that. I think he had died, and everybody knew about it That's what. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find out, like, post, like, when it's no, right. like, I can't... Yeah. Like, well, well, I can't go visit him now. You'd think that would have kind of directed me or pushed me towards Facebook, but, I, you know, like I said, I'm defiant, so I was like, fuck Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still like that today. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, you know, um, listening to last week's podcasts, and I think you're not using your broisms right. No, I was not using my broisms right. So... I don't really know my broisms. So in last week's show, we kind of went through the whole bro code thing, much Which you much, were against, much to my chagrin, right? And so, of course, then me being me, just tried to fit in and oh, I could throw some broisms out there. And during the uh, Night Squire segments, I threw out, I said, "Oh yeah, I've got a bromance with the guy." Now I got to correct myself on that. If I indeed had a bromance going with the guy. Um, and by me saying that, if you thought that me, myself and Night Squire, you know, that would imply a mutual, um, respect for each other. I don't know how you mean call that it. Both the two of you were into your new friendship as a bromance. God, this is a gay conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so mean what gay I, so, isn't gay. I mean, gay isn't, God, this is gay. <laughs> so yeah, apparently the term I should have used was bro crush. I have a bro crush on mm. Night Squire. Right. Because now had he reciprocated, then that would have made it a bromance. Hmm. Well, I don't know that he doesn't. I mean, I reached out to him to let him know just as a courtesy that we talked about him on the show, and he reached back and was pretty pretty pumped up to have been on the show. Yeah, he actually um, he answered a question that we posed to him on the show. Which one? I forget. Which is, uh, when you are training, do you ever just run someone through? Right. <laughs> He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> I run people through all the time. Just, so if you're in the Milton Keys area of England <laughs> and you're walking around, just keep your eye out for this, um, you know, polite looking young man <laughs> with a German longsword. If you see him, do not challenge him to a duel because he will take, you'll probably think that it's just sparring. But he, he's going to take it the full, he's going to take it the fucking distance, man. And you will get run through. Well, the shows that he's putting through are a pain in the ass. As you know from just doing the little PSA thing we did on YouTube. Yeah. He puts a shitload of work into him for no money. Like, he's not getting he's, rich. Yeah. His subscribers, I'm happy to see his subscriptions, are they're steadily going. I mean, he's starting to, he's starting to hit his clip right now where... He's producing at a very high level. Is this your and new CD you're giving us all? Like, check out this band. They're going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Like, <laughs> this, this, is guy, this guy is going to be huge. This guy is going to be fucking huge. Um, but the thing that kind of scares me with him, though, is, like, I'm afraid that he's going to turn into, like, the, um, oh, what the fuck was the, the Steve Irwin? The, like, the crocodile hunter? He's a little crazy. Yeah, he's a little crazy. Like, I'm afraid he's going to turn into, like, the Steve Irwin of YouTube. Specifically why? 
Um, well, he, once again, like I said, the guy's been producing at a great clip here and, uh, he dropped three videos this week. And, uh, in the first one, it's great. He's showing you how to make a Pell, um, which is basically like a wooden, it's basically like a wooden stand that people use to train, like do sword training on. Right. And, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Like in the show, you know, he's like, I am not a DIY guy. But, and uh, you clearly sh- uh, see it. And he does like the entire episode. Well, not the entire episode. They, they started off where he's shopping uh, for the wood. Mm-hmm. And he almost gets like hit by the wood, just taking it you know, off. The- and, um, and then so the rest of the segment, though, while he's actually doing it, he's doing it in like Daisy Dukes. <laughs> You're not you're not selling this. And it's fucking hilarious, man. It's awesome. And he uh so he's using like a rusty saw and he's sawing towards himself. And like I'm thinking like, okay, well, you know, at the very least we're looking at a tetanus shot here. And I'm pretty sure later in the video you do actually see like one of his uh phalanges are a little damaged. Yeah, yeah. He got a little dinged, maybe had like a band-aid on there. Wasn't not there too sure. With uh fire? Oh yeah, and like, so the I feel latest like that one would have been yeah, and so the latest one, um, he's got like an outtake on there where he's um, he's doing Beric Don um, Beric Don Dandaron. I, I know I'm mispronouncing this. Um, Dondarian. Don, 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 I don't know. Now all the syllables are just fucked in my head. Beric. He's doing Beric, the guy that fights the Hound mm-hmm. with the flaming sword. Yep, which was fun. And uh, yeah, once again, fucking spin moves. <laughs> just right. goes right after Kills the him guy for the spin moves. <laughs> just goes right after him. It's awesome. <laughs> and um, so part of the clip is though he's um, he's playing Beric and he lights his, like a sword on fire and goes to light a cigarette with the fire off the sword. <laughs> And like, I mean, he almost burns himself. And you're just thinking like, oh, dude, no, no, man, you can't, Steve. You're getting good. You're just hitting your stride now. Like, don't maim yourself. Don't don't end it too soon. Is he probably the world's worst neighbor? Because he probably lives in a flat, right? And there's people above him and below him. Um, and there's well, it looks like it's almost like townhouse style, like over there, like in so England. On the left, and then he the does, right. yeah. And then he does have like a garden. And, yeah, he's out there, like, doing his sword stuff. Just the weirdest fucking neighbor, right? Yeah, yeah. and, you know, like, the British people are probably out there, like, gee, crikey. Okay, <laughs> I can't, he's okay. going to hate you. Yeah, man. they're going to hate I mean, go. no, I don't know. These neighbors are probably just looking out there, like, going, like, holy shit, this guy is fucked up. This guy's nuts. We were popular in the UK, and you just but ruined it again. I know. I always fucking ruin it with the Brits. I'm sorry, guys. Like, accent. I really have no beef with you guys. I actually crikey? love you guys. Did you just say I crikey? said fucking crikey. Isn't that like Australian? I, I don't think even that, know. Is that even Australian? I don't, I don't even know. know where the fuck that came from. I feel from. like it's strictly Disney. God. Oh, um, I do need to correct myself, too. Yeah. Um, you know, I fucked up like the thing the guy's totally into last week. I called it uh, what did we call it? Uh, historical uh, European medieval. He's not going to get laid, right? Yeah, it's historical <laughs> European martial arts. That's HEMA. So another correction I need to make from last week's segment. We may never hear that term the rest of our lives. <laughs> historic European martial arts. Martial arts. Jesus. <laughs> so that's what he's into, and he trains with the German longsword. And once again, check the guy out. Um, He's such a character, and I mean, we've got to get him on the show before he 
like maims himself. So the goal is to get him on the show before he's done. Before he does himself in. <laughs> before he does himself in or, you know, before he uh, gets arrested for running guys through with his German longsword. He was very cool. He reached back out to us on Twitter and, you know, it's always good to connect when you're able to. Yeah, it's great know. to connect with people that are sort of in the. You know, I guess we are kind of DIY people just in the DIY arts community. You know, he's a YouTuber. He does it himself. We're podcasters. We're doing it ourselves. We're apparently about to become YouTubers. Yes. Yes, we are actually. And so here's here's the deal. Um, It's not that it's hard to get onto YouTube. It's that there's quite a few different things about the show that has to change on YouTube. So anything copyrighted has to be removed or you guys get inundated with commercials and bullshit and all of this clickbait. And so yeah. we've got to remove all of that. And then Soul Asylum gets paid and we don't. Right. Or no one gets no paid. No one gets paid. Um, so we're going to get we're going to get Emojin, uh, the girl that leads us into the show. We're going to have her do some fun stuff and we'll reach out to some fans and get them Once to give again, us some good Imogen. stuff. I'm so sorry, British people. I'm so sorry. Oh, why am I saying it wrong? No, 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 no. Just, you know, now you're talking about her, too. She comes from the UK. It's just like, it just seems like every other episode, I can't help but piss off the UK. Yeah. I'm not trying. I'm sorry, guys. I really am. (sighs) I just ask you not to do the accent. Okay. You just can't control yourself. Uh, I know. You get all excited. You can see your eyes. You're like, (laughs) I'm going to deliver. And then I'm I'm like, oh, fuck. I just said it. And as I'm saying it, I, I know, like, like, I was good. I stopped myself. At Crikey. I stopped myself there. Crikey. <laughs> like, I, I, I want to take credit I, I, for stopping you, really. <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, I did. I, you know, check out this Night Squire guy. Obviously, he gets me so fucking pumped up that I just, you know, forget that I'm ripping on people. This stuff's good. Well, we're going to put our, we're going to put, so we're going to put all the podcasts on YouTube. Yes. It gives us a different view of how people will listen to our stuff. And, and I don't, it, we're just trying to make it more accessible. If yeah, if one hundred and fifty thousand people downloaded it in a month, we could maybe buy a Happy Meal. So it's not like right, it's right. a move to get rich yeah. or anything. It's just we're trying yeah. to make like when I more say accessible. yeah, like when I say like Soul Asylum gets paid and we don't. It's not we're talking like what pennies, fractions it, of a penny. Yeah, so we're not even talking like real money. They will. What's kind of neat is if, depending on how they listen to it or access it, YouTube's one of those things that's sometimes available at one workplace, it's not available at another, or they can start start the stream and it'll kind of preload on their phone and they don't have to eat up certain types of data. It can, you know, kind of gets compressed and it's just easier. So that's why we're doing YouTube. Okay. Or at least we're going to try to. I'm going to see how much extra work I can put on my plate <laughs> for this thing. Uh, yeah. You know, I was going to bring something up. We don't have a ton of time to talk about it because I, I like to keep the shows, and we like to keep we the like shows. We like to keep the excuse shows. Excuse me. It's actually, it was your idea to keep the shows closer to an hour. Yeah, yeah. So we would be you. <laughs> By we, we mean me. Right. <laughs> By way of us. <laughs> right. Uh, I, just, I, just, I just read about this, and I just wanted to share it because I didn't think, you know, I, I've been told during this election year that global warming so polarizing like you either believe in it or you don't yeah by the way thanks for giving credit where credit's due that's actually a rare trait in people these days for what oh just you know by we me most people wouldn't have said that they would have just been like oh it was my idea well the show wasn't gonna last very long that way (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, just thank you. You know, it's something you know. Stop a lot of people embarrassing don't do. me. Stop it. Ah, uh, he's blushing. All right, so back to global warming. Global something, warming, something polarizing. Different. You believe in it? You don't believe in it? Now, because we do a little pre-show talk about what we're going to go over, so it sounds like this is somewhat premeditated, even though we're everywhere. Uh, you said you were eh, about it. Yeah, I mean, I just I need to see more data. <laughs> As I always say, I need to see more data. But um, from what I do see, yeah, I, I do believe that humans are definitely accelerating the uh, the destruction of our uh, planet. And that's why, you know, I mean, we had a whole episode on how we need to get to another planet because we're going to we're going to exhaust this one and uh, we're going at a pretty rapid rate. However, what I would be curious to see, though, is just, you know, because obviously this planet's been around for a long-ass fucking time. And so I would, I, I just get curious, like, did it ever go through a trend like this where it did just heat up super quickly and then maybe cooled itself back down later? So when they take those enormous, like, thousand-foot ice samples out of Antarctica and they look at them and they're like, well, we've never seen warming or CO2 levels like this, that's not convincing? No, that's convincing. Okay, because they have that's like why a I said we, of those. That's why I'm saying I believe that we are accelerating it. So but there, I do want to know, like, yeah, I, I, I just I want to know more. The AP put out an article today actually about it, and they broke it down into percentages of, uh, we'll call it uh, a coded alarm. Uh, 17% of the people they surveyed were alarmed. Mm-hmm. 28% were concerned about global warming. Mm-hmm. 27% were cautious or on the fence. So at this point, the majority of people are lukewarm on how pressing of an issue this is. 11% are doubtful. 10% dismiss it entirely. And 7% are so busy with other shit, they don't have time to pay attention to it. I would be in the 7% probably. However, later in the article, it says that we aren't as divided as you think because when the question was just put to them as a yes or no question, right. 90% of Democrats think that global warming is indeed man-made and should be on the list of, hey, let's not cook ourselves. Yeah, let's not bald eagle ourselves. Well, actually, the bald eagle is making a comeback, so we need to bald eagle ourselves. You're going to confuse people. Okay, never mind. We need to fix it, right? We need to fucking fix it. Right. <laughs> the bald eagle in. <laughs> so 80 per- 80% of independents are like, yep, we should probably do that. Right. Now, what was crazy is 70% of Republicans now believe that it's not only an issue, but it's something it's that a needs pressing to be paid issue. Attention. And that is up 20% from just three years ago. Wow. They were on the fence three years ago. Well, I think they- that they're becoming, they're they're getting the data back that, that's sort of, you know, yeah. setting off their own alarms. Well, that's where I was at like 10 years ago. It's kind of like, I need more data. So rather than to get into the debate about it, I want to know for you personally, mm-hmm. I just want to know, what are you willing to change? I don't know. Like, do I Give me the know? easiest thing you could drive hybrid. right now. I'll, you know. Okay. So you'll take on the payment of a hybrid. Yeah. How soon will you be willing to do that? Shit, I can't afford one right now. Okay, so that's not an option really at all. Yeah, I that's, guess I could quit smoking. That's a dream promise. Uh, is that going to help? Uh, yeah, uh, less smoke in the... Uh... So 
are the things that you could do to prevent I mean, uh, to, to, to slow global warming out of reach because they're financially out of reach? The car, the solar panel, the you know, outside of renewable well, right energy. now too, the solar panel with where we live, you know, we get hailstorms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, those solar panels aren't cheap to fix. If you have those solar panels during a hailstorm, you hear a lot of horror stories. How about showering? Would you be willing to shower oh, once every you. three days? Oh, God, no. I get greasy. I get greasy if I go a day. Okay. So there'll be no reduced showers. No there'll reduced showers. No and I will vehicle. continue to take 15 to 20 minute shower. That's where I get my thinking done. Would you, re- would you be willing to not have a hot shower? Once again, that's where I get my thinking done. So, <laughs> so the, the shower is out of the question. How about a bio toilet? You know, the toilets where there is no plumbing hooked up to it. There's just a tray and sort of this, uh, I don't know, it's got like this uh, compost accelerated material in it. And so once you use the facilities, it's like it a turns human litter box soil, it turns it into something that's easily compostable. Would uh, you use that? Would you have one of those installed for, say, 1500 bucks? I'd feel like, like a fucking cat. Yeah. No, no, no. Same. It looks just like a toilet. It's just there's no flushing mechanism. There's a do you, you turn have to, a crank do, 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 do you have to remove the said compost? Yes. It doesn't just stay there forever. Yep. Yeah, I live with roommates, and so now. So that's out of the question. If too. it was like maybe like just me in my own personal house, yeah, okay. But I'm not dealing with their fucking compost, especially right. not big grumpies. How about? You, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to our house like the night after he drinks. Or, and Let's like not embarrass the poor guy while hey, we're man, talking I, about you know, global warming. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't after I eat Indian food. You know, you wouldn't want to like take out my compost. I'm really trying to help you out here with. Like, uh, I know how you to are. better the planet. I, I know, so far, I know. You, no. give me a good solution. I, if, like I said, if I was living on my own, I'd do my own compost, no problem. So, if you were living on your own, you'd use the biodegradable compost toilet. Yes. No. Maybe because it's fifteen hundred dollars. Right, if I had... Plus, you have to buy that bedding stuff, and then you've got to put it away or put it in your garden or whatever. Yeah, see, it's just they make it so expensive for you to be eco-friendly. Okay. How about would you turn your winter heat, like your thermostat, down to 60? Would you be willing to do that? Turn the heat down so you consume less I have done that before. I've done that before just out of necessity. Uh, when I lived in Pittsburgh, my roommate and I, you know, we said, fuck this heat bill because we were getting insane heat bills. And uh, we actually shut the heat off entirely for five days. That got miserable. I feel like that would be miserable. That got miserable. Right. In the wintertime in Pittsburgh. Right. That was pretty miserable. We Some were walking around. Shit. Yep. We were walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Just blankets all over us. I even put like a towel in a like a beanie and then wrapped it in a towel over my head, keep warm. So this winter, can we get a commitment from you where you'll turn the family thermostat down to sixty? No, because I have roommates. I can't tell you that they're going to commit to that. So they, they also would be unwilling. Uh, I think Grumpy would somewhat be willing. Um, not sure about Shorty though. Okay, because Shorty's in the basement. And it gets colder in, you know, he's in the downstairs. It gets colder in the downstairs. Really struggling here. I know. I know. I live with three, you know, single guys. Like, you know, it's a bachelor pad. It's not a lot of, uh, not a lot, not a lot of uh, environmentalism so, so, going on there. So 
whereby but you I mean, would, Grumpy is a big environmentalist, but he doesn't. Would you quit drinking, quit going out for dinner, and eat on a $30 a week budget so that you could take your extra resources and commit them to a solar panel or some type of renewable energy generating device on your property or through investment? For how long? Well, I don't... However long it takes to achieve anything that sort of kind of erases your global warming footprint. Uh, up it from 30 to $50 budget for food. Give me like $10 a day. Okay, so it's Because, I mean, you can't really eat off of... It's tough to eat off $5 a day anymore. I mean, grocery fucking prices have shot up. Well, how long would it take you to, say, save for the down payment on the car and then start making the payment on the electric car? Because you're going to save on gas right away. What if I converted to diesel? Nope. No? Diesel doesn't count? Well, it helps if you were going to use, like, I guess... But I don't know how much... How much Because it's, like, less refining and it's less... Maybe less, but it'd be better to be electric. And, and it gets better, you know, MPGs. <laughs> <laughs> You're really reaching. <laughs> so the, the, my, I guess the reason that I put you through this exercise... Well, is what when, would you be willing to do, Mr. Fucking da- Self-Righteous here? <laughs> when you huh? sit down with anybody... What would you, huh? You want to you give up your fucking meal for the evening, huh? It's not reasonable. You want to freeze your balls off in the fucking wintertime? That's my point, though, is when you really take a look at it, how reasonable is it that you're going to be able to come eco-friendly? Right. It's tough. They removed part of the... So it used to be like a $0.22 cents on the dollar rebate for putting in solar panels, and they dropped it to 17 recently. Right. Which made it a non-viable option for people to put solar panels on. And these were lobbied by, you know, obviously, renewable energy or energy companies right. to make that happen. So as a consumer, when you're sitting there and you're trying to do the dollars and cents of your life, how easy is it really to make any sound impact on global warming? It's tough. It's not like you and I are cutting down the rainforest. No, we're not going out there and doing it. I mean, are we probably using product that comes from it? Uh, Possibly. You know, what's more of a social stigma? Taking a 20-minute shower or being unemployed because you're fighting global warming? Right. You know, are you bleaching the Great Barrier Reef? Are you you the reason why? Yeah. If it doesn't start at 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 the top of leadership and it isn't made a priority throughout society... Right. Whatever you try to do on your own is really not going to make any impact at right. all. Right. Unlike economics, that is actually a trickle down effect. And it has to it has to happen yeah. from the top down. Yeah. Whereas economics works cyclically. These guys, you know, we talked we had the economic show a while back, so I won't get into that. But you know that I'm a Keynesian uh economist. I don't I don't know that you've made that you haven't really stood on I am this or I am that. Oh. We were speaking of Keynesian economics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm a, I'm a Keynesian when it comes to that. Are you? I, I like how you've dug in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting ready for you to come back at me here. But isn't that interesting for all of us? If you really sit yeah. down and think about what would you give up, what's practical, what you could really expect of yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of impractical right now for us. Uh, if they make the means more practical for us, I think most people would jump on board. Well, once they make the means, though, so like the solar panel thing was taking off, the Let, point Let's is, say that they solar, pounder, solar paneled my house for me. Okay. Or made it so that the replacement panels weren't... Or made it so that you could protect your panels during a hailstorm. Or made it, you know, made the panels a little more... Um, what would you call it? Uh, weather-made? Well, I think when you're, well, as you're talking about this, I can kind of see how you're weighing it. You're thinking to yourself, okay, 
I'm already kind of lucky to be covering what I'm covering. And even though I've got a new job, uh, it's not like I'm, you know, I'm, you're like most people. You're trying to cover the necessities. You have some extra money, but it's not trying like to. You're, yeah, well, right now, not much, but yeah. But, you're going to yeah. buy a $70,000 Tesla, and that's okay. You can't just all yeah, of a sudden have that. an $800 car payment, and that's cool. Yeah, no, no, no. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm at the point right now where, yeah, I'll be able to pay my bills and stack a, li- a little cash away, but not like, uh, yeah, not enough to fucking keep up with, like, solar panels and shit. Well, I read recently that more than half of America, mm-hmm. or more than half of Americans, right. has $1,500 or less in savings. I can believe that. So for more than half of us, and it's going to take a lot of us to get on board. Yeah. It's like totally out of the fucking question. Yeah. Like the the compost toilet, not an option. Yeah. I don't know. Really, more than half has, wow. It's, my it, little, it's a believable stat, but... When you kind of just work through the idea, you know, it is an election year, and you're like, well, I hope, you know, we're able to tackle global warming. Um, Are you really hoping that? Is it even really on the table? Is it possible at this point? I don't know that it is. Yeah. I don't either. I mean, you know, and then you've got, of course, the, um, you know, the gas companies and stuff lobbying for their their cause, so. Well, I mean, you could put a low-flow toilet in, and you could try to cut down the amount of fresh water you use, but the amount of fresh water... I heard on the radio the other day that if all of us move to low flow showers, low flow sinks, we uh, were using high efficiency washers and all that, and and, and we're uh, being more conscious of the amount of water that we used. Yeah. That in comparison to the amount of fresh water we're losing to global warming, like it would be like a, a spot on the sun, like a, just a little tiny pinprick yeah, on little, the sun, a little drop in the ocean. Because we're just it's just accelerated to that point. So then wow. you start working it backwards, like, well, what could I do? Uh, I don't know what options are you really uh, realistically given? given. Yeah, not many. I could grow my own tomatoes and live in a tent on the front yard, but I couldn't afford to pay the house because I don't have a car to get to my fucking job. Right. <laughs> uh, such is life. Well, say love you. We're uh, we're getting there. We're there actually. We're there. Yep. We'll say goodbye, Travis, because we're done. All right. Um, we'll see you guys later. I was Travis. You can follow me on Twitter at Travis underscore McFalls. Uh, you cannot follow Jim because he doesn't have one. Right. You, uh, you could go to a win life of taxa. Yeah. And then you can also check out the show. Uh, what's our uh, What's our Twitter on the show? At win life of tax. There you go. So and I'll, then there's Facebook. You've been trying to get Facebook going. A little bit. It's been difficult. But then, yeah, we're on fucking Facebook. You know too. what? We can't say goodbye. We got to say one thing. Oh, yeah? I wanted to let... We've been... We kind of... Ha- we have some rudimentary analytics available to us when we watch you know how many people are listening oh, yeah. and where they're listening from and we have new listeners in vietnam Ooh. we have new listeners in the uk we have new listeners Hello, in UK. argentina i still we, love i love you uk okay i love you uk canada's growing thank you canada, canada nice. us, of course growing which is great thank argentina that's interesting to me and specifically uh we have had Friends of ours adding us as favorites on SoundCloud. Yeah. Which we didn't even know was a thing. Let's <laughs> show you how great we are. At this. Yeah. We didn't even know it was a thing, but we've got followers on SoundCloud. We really appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. And we have a, a, a fan in particular in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to call him Thondor. Um, one of our earliest fans. He's been very supportive. Apparently, huge, huge podcast guy. And he tells it as it is. Uh, at least that's what he tells me. And he... Um, 
he listens, he drives a lot for his work, so he's constantly just listening to podcasts, listens to all kinds of podcasts, and I guess he, he bumped us up to number one on his rotation. Well, so thank you, Thondor. That is a huge compliment, and yeah. we appreciate it. We should get a guy that's moving around the world that much one of our T-shirts. We're going to have T-shirts. Yes. How fun is that? Oh, man, I'm so He's excited. He's wanting one, wanting one, wanting one, so finally, all right, I yeah. started working on it. We'll get a T-shirt out to him for uh, helping to uh, drive some people to our, our, our little show. Our yeah, little... he um, a lot of our Wisconsin viewer, our listenership, and just in the Midwest area actually has. He's... Um, He's, he's gotten the word out, or at least as much as he can. Well, know. we appreciate it. To all of you guys yeah. that have helped us grow the show, it doesn't go unnoticed. We see it every week. It puts wind in our sails to come back the week after. We yeah. thank you very much. Uh, thanks Are they for gonna listening. Be, yeah, thanks for listening. Are they going to be Raglans? What is that? The T-shirt? What kind? Remember the baseball style? I'm a dude. I don't know what that means. What's a Ragland? It's a Ragland. Like the baseball style shirt. You know, with like the three quarters. Oh, you'll have options. Oh, you'll, yeah. you'll have some options. Okay, so there and will we'll be a website. We'll put it on the website, and we'll do some stuff, and get it. And it's it, it's really just for people that, you know, we're we're, we're passing it through. We're going to do it at dirt cheap. I mean, if you're just willing to wear the shirt, we're willing to give it to you at cost. Have a have a fucking ball. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just appreciate the listenership. Yeah, we aren't taking it or making any profit on it or anything. It's literally we're just going to pass it through. Right on. Well, on that, yeah. Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming back and listening, and we hope to see you again next week. Yep, we love you guys. See you guys next week. Later. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast, or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at when life attacks at gmail.com. Now stand aside, worthy adversary. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that then? I've heard worse. You liar. Come on, you pansy. <laughs> Victory is mine. We thank thee, Lord, that in thy mercy... Come on, then. What? Have at you! You are indeed brave tonight, but the fight is mine. Oh, had enough, eh? Look, you stupid bastard, you've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look! It's just a flesh wound. Look, stop that! Chicken! Chicken! Look, I'll have your leg. Right! Right, I'll do you for that. What? Come here! What are you going to do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible! You're a loony. The Black Knight always triumphs! How about you? Come on, then. All right. We'll call it a draw. Come, Patsy. Oh, oh, I see. Running away, eh? You yellow bastards! Come back here and take what's coming to you! I'll bite your legs off!